0: to this mini-episode of Big Mood, Little Mood. I'm your host, Danny M. Lavery, and this show is for you, our Plus subscribers. Our guest this week is Austin Channing-Brown, a writer, speaker, and media producer on racial justice. She's the author of New York Times bestseller, I'm Still Here, Black Dignity in a World Made for Whiteness. Next year, she'll release a young reader's version of the book. She's also the founder and CEO of Herself Media. And here we are reading a letter from a listener. Seems like a great opportunity to to read our next question because (laughs) if I'm describing videos that Facebook is showing me, uh, I think I'm (laughs) scraping the bottom of the barrel. Um, And so I'm going to focus my attention and hopefully ours uh, into uh, you know again like a slightly um, uh, less detailed stricken question than the the last two, but in some ways it's been done by necessity. Like this person until recently also had their head full of a lot of details. They couldn't figure out um, how much weight or attention or energy to give to each. And so um, in that sense, I think I'll hopefully be able to be useful to them. So the subject is head in the sand. My wife and I met four years ago We were both pretty active in progressive organizations, and that's part of what attracted me to her. Despite her busy career, she always made time to stay apprised of politics both locally and nationally. Things have now taken a turn. I've been diagnosed with major anxiety, particularly stemming from ruminating about the future, personal, professional, global, etc. I struggle to function each day while I'm constantly fearful about the end of democracy and overwhelming suffering due to climate change. I'm working with a therapist and taking medication. One key element of my treatment plan is causing problems. I am trying to completely tune out political conversations during my screen time, i.e. avoiding news websites, meeting the social media friends of some friends, no reading clickbait analysis of why a recent event will lead to everyone's collective downfall. My wife says I'm putting my head in the sand by not being more plugged into ongoing events. It also upsets her that we don't discuss politics anymore, as we used to really enjoy jointly figuring out who to vote for in local elections. She's remained functionally supportive of my efforts. She doesn't send me links or ask me to read articles with her, but I can tell this is really weighing on her. I hate that we are so at odds about this. What gives her joy makes me incredibly anxious, and what makes me feel better makes her feel that I am checked out. Do you have any thoughts on a good compromise? I feel like I've been chatting a lot. So I'd love to hear maybe some thoughts that you have before I <laughs> join you.
1: I, well, first of all, I kind of understand this couple because my husband and I were very, some. well, well let me begin again. When I first met my husband, he was very into politics. Mm-hmm. He could just watch the news for hours on end. And after about the first hour, I was like, they're, they're repeating the same story. Like, can we, <laughs> can we move on? I'm so bored. But the longer we were together, the more I started to invest in politics. Um, and it did become a pretty significant part of our relationship. Boy, in the last whew, six <laughs> six years or so, it has been harder and harder to want to keep up. And I have definitely told my husband, like, I can't. I can't watch this anymore. I can't do this anymore. It's just too much. It's too overwhelming. Um, I don't know that he was disappointed. I think he was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. makes makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I understand the risk, right? The, that there was an inherent risk in me saying to my husband, um, I don't know if I can do this at the same pace that we have been doing this. Um, I do wonder, I, th- I thought that was a really interesting tidbit that the writer put in here about um, their previous participation in local elections uh-huh. and figuring out who to vote for. And I wonder if that is where a compromise lies. Right, because it didn't seem a little less. like they were
0: saying, <laughs> and I'm never going to vote again, right? So maybe right. they could talk to their partner about like, you know, when this particular election comes up, let's spend a couple of different afternoons actually discussing the candidates. Does does that yeah. seem possible to you?
1: Right, right. And, and maybe even in some way, like my highest hope would be that that becomes an invigorating conversation because then you are participating in perhaps making things change, at least in your local area and the potential for seeing something positive happen and the news not always being detrimental, you know, that maybe the library did get more funding or, Mm -hmm. you know. um, So I wonder, yeah, I wonder if there's a possibility to start small, start local, you know. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, the letter writer doesn't say a ton about how this has been working, except for that bit at the end, what makes me feel better. So I guess I I am glad to hear, letter writer, that you are feeling better, but I would love to know and maybe this is just a conversation for you to have both with your own therapist and with your partner do you have any sort of like benchmarks of how will you know that this is working that this is working sufficiently um, whether it's working in a permanent way like it doesn't seem like right now there's a really strong sense of and I'm going to do this forever uh, or at some point I might try to revisit my level of engagement Um, or, or does it just feel like I can't answer that question right now? Because certainly, uh, I can imagine that your wife might be sort of curious, is is this just how it's going to be forever from now on? Or are you open to, you know, in six months from now saying like, I might occasionally read the newspaper. Um, these are, I think, real questions that you can consider without necessarily making promises you're not yet sure that you can keep. Um, but might go a long way towards making your wife feel A little bit less uh, maybe gun shy about talking about some of this with you is if you just kind of bring up, you know, I'm not really sure what my relationship to like scrolling is going to be in the future or um, reading a lot of things online, but it is my hope to at some point be able to check in with the news occasionally and have enough other tools that I know to like stop uh, when I'm feeling overwhelmed Um, Mm -hmm. and maybe just sharing that with her will be useful because I don't know that she knows that.
1: Right, right. I also say this very tentatively because I recognize that the vast majority of news is not good, but there are outlets out there who are trying (laughs) to give us also the good things that are happening in the world. And I wonder what it might look like to give permission to your wife to share the good stories that are happening. Um, so that there is some point of contact that doesn't, you know, just ruin your treatment plan, you know. Um, yeah, and that might
0: not necessarily even be the news, but right. so much is just like, okay, the news gives me the news. Uh, right. And it's not, it's, you know, unless I'm going for that kind of like, we invented a news website that reports on local heroes. Um, right. <laughs> I don't think that you need that. But to say like, all right, I need certain places or activities or communities where I find myself, um, you know, feeling recharged, feeling loved, uh, feeling like I'm able to do things that have immediate Nice effects within the world, whether that be you know gardening or or um, acts of service or mutual aid or, or political engagement at a scale that doesn't feel too daunting, um, and then to think of that as as separate from you know you you can put down something of a of a curtain here, but you cannot perfectly make sure you never get news. And so I think it's also just really good to kind of have an eye towards what's going to be sustainable in the long run. Like absolutely, I think it's reasonable to say. I don't want to get sort of like thoughtless, halfway thought through uh, articles about like things are bad and you should feel bad in order to deal with that um, on a daily basis. I think that's perfectly reasonable, but it'll do you, I think, a little good to think through what would my ideal or acceptable – Uh, way of getting some news some of the time be? And if as I was looking at some of the news, I started to feel overwhelmed or like I was being given information that was so beyond my ability to do anything about, I just wanted to shut down, you know, who would I speak to about that? What would I do if I caught myself spiraling? How would I um, try to take myself out of uh, that moment? You know, there are ways you can really have a plan ready to go, I think.
1: Yeah, I I can say for myself, um, as someone who who wants to stay in the know, but doesn't want to be overwhelmed all the time. I have really made it a point to follow folks who who recognize the state of the world, right? And can also say, but look at this thing happening over here. Here's, here's someone who tried to make inroads. Here's someone who um, has invented this new thing. Here are a group of people who have voted differently. Here is, you know, but just to give, to, to show... that that I'm not the only one who cares about the ways the world is falling apart, that there are communities and groups of people who are invested and who are really trying. And that's important for me to know as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I just hope that the letter writer is able to find ways to establish some common ground with their wife totally because you know it, it may be that your wife also feels uh, you know similar occasions of fear distress sense of being overwhelmed at the possibilities the future may hold climate change etc um and it may be that staying engaged makes her feel better because she feels like i'm invested in my community i have a pretty good sense of what's going on i find out opportunities to do some good uh, on a limited basis and i take them when i can um And there may be ways in which you can, once you have done more treatment of your medical condition, um, might want to join her in some of that. And so I think it can be good to talk about this in terms of, you know, right now I'm treating medical anxiety. uh, And that requires kind of a lot. My hope is that I can, you know, get sufficient support and recovery, um, that I can eventually on a different kind of basis, not just like all Twitter on my phone all the time, um, start to re-engage with some of these things. Um, so it's not that I think the way that you engage with the world is a bad one or something that I have to hide and flinch from. Um, it's just that right now on top of a challenging world, I'm also dealing with like, you know, a significant anxiety disorder, which tells me that the best way I can handle uh, global warming is by sitting in a room and thinking terrible thoughts all by myself all day and night, and that does not, in fact, help me or the world. No, um, no but it it, doesn't. it is a lot, and it's uh, it's it's it takes away a lot of energy, and so I need to do a lot to um, stop that. You know, like I'm dealing with a personal little flood, um, and it's going to take a while to build up a, a flood barrier. Um, but I just want you to know I'm not thinking like, gosh, the world's great now that I'm not paying any attention to anyone outside of me and I just don't care. Um, Hopefully she doesn't think those things, but sometimes it can just be helped to name the thing you're afraid someone else might think about your situation.
1: I also wonder if, if there's a new avenue for connection since this one is now no longer healthy for one person in the relationship. You know, is there... A way to still connect that feels important, and that you know gets you on the same page, or gets you talking, or whatever. Whatever that that commonality around politics was giving mm-hmm. them, right, the opportunity for connection, maybe transparency, maybe like shared vision for the future. Like I don't know, but is there another way to bring that out? Does it have to be through a conversation about politics? Or for the moment, can that connection come? in another way until this person has sort of figured out um, what the long term is for politics.
0: Yeah. And again, you know, it sounds like there's a real difference between like keeping up with politics versus obsessively following the social media feeds of your friends who are like politics is when I tweet a lot of links.
1: Uh,
0: (laughs) And I don't, sorry, I don't want to like make Assumptions about the letter writer's friends, but I think it can be really useful to draw certain distinctions between, like, well, there's being informed, there's constantly ingesting information, there's looking at every article anyone's ever written, whether you know good or bad, thoughtful or not, um, right. qualified or not, and and these are not all the same thing. So, you know, eventually, you know, Knockwood, if your treatment continues to go well, you will be able to establish some kind of a relationship to the news. Um, But that does not have to just mean, like, Twitter's on all day, floodgates, let's go.
1: Mm -hmm. Sometimes I wish we had the letter of the other person involved. Like, what letter would they write? (laughs) Not me. I only
0: ever think of one thing at a time. I'm like Tinkerbell in that way. Not many others, frankly. But... um, (laughs) yes it would be lovely it's why I often like uh, hope to get um, updates from people or I don't think I've ever gotten a letter from anyone who says I'm pretty sure my friend or partner wrote a letter and I want to say my piece now but man if anyone ever thinks they recognize one and they do want to write in I would (laughs) love to read that so please do (laughs)